golly gee, this is laser fire. I, I'm a superhero. I've got powers. But anyway, gee whiz, here's what happened last time on Bad Role Models. That's true. That's true. we got to get out of this situation. Right now, it's attacking us with uh, boredom. <laughs> you definitely want uh, to have to be forward looking when it comes to pig affluence because if you want to look him in the behind you know what i mean the view never changes yes i've heard that joke <laughs> <laughs> i'm not asking mumbling joe who's running the- oh i'm sorry i thought, I thought you were and now this master's hand is wet and damp <laughs> Yeah, you have to roll underneath a a number I have in my head. Yeah, let, let's turn it to Fanta, and I will I will uh, freeze it. Okay. Um, well, I like this idea. Okay. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he's just he's reconsidering everything. <laughs> Welcome to Bad Role Models. We are the role-playing game podcast your mother's role-playing game podcast warned you about. In our continuing mission to play the lesser-known RPGs of the 80s in their original first edition form, we're working our way through the island of Dr. Apocalypse, an early module in the early 80s superhero RPG classic Villains and Vigilantes. Our team of heroes is busy right now infiltrating the headquarters of said doctor on said island. So let's see how that's working out for them. Here. And then I am going to, um, as as I take on the mantle of uh, the GM, and my voice starts to change, then I am no longer your friend. I am the game master. Are you Boy. ready, Troy? Are you ready, Katya? Are yes, you we are. ready, Mollusk Master? Yes, thanks for getting my name right. Yes, it's printed <laughs> right here on the screen. It's hard for me to forget. Are oh. you ready, Blizzard? Ready. Yes, are you ready to have your very souls and sense of worth stripped away from you in the sheer terror of the adventure that's about to come? Maybe. We're ready! (laughs) I am no longer concerned about your personal well-being or whether or not you survive this next encounter. Which is a man fishing on a beach. (laughs) You have just teleported in, and as the teleportation portal whispers close behind you, you look out upon the seething waves of the ocean, and you see an ocean that has no mercy, that is remote and impersonal, an ocean that is impossibly grotesquely wet and salty <laughs> and down the beach a man with a shock of white hair and a tiny green tackle box is fishing into the ocean 
and he sees you, you lovely misfits, you stepping out of the portal, and he raises one hand in silent greeting, and all you hear is the crashing of the waves upon the beach and the cacophony of the jungle beyond. What do you do, heroes? What do you do? Right. I say we go talk to him. He reminds me of someone. Yeah. The guy who met that in another world. Does he remind us of these other gentlemen we've met? Possibly a little too uh, uh, mechanical. Do you do you think it do you think he may be do you think it may be Dr. Apocalypse on a break? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's that is possible. I could see the twist the twisted gears of the game master making that happen. So so bitch which is kind of between states, liquid and gas, whatever right now. You turn around to share a witticism with Bitchwitch, and as you turn, yeah. she is gone as if she were some sort of ninja, or perhaps a mere nuance or figment of your strange, feverish imagination, Troy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it is composed of ones and zeros, it does have some very charming, charming <laughs> algorithm. Um, uh, so let me ask you this: uh, assembled, assembled super, super team. <laughs> Which one of us is most? Do you think is most uh, able to withstand what uh, vacation, vacation style Doctor uh, Doctor Apocalypse <laughs> might throw at us? Um, I think you. All right. I just I just okay. You're you're a, you're always the more charming emissary. Um, you know. Right. Uh, you so. actually make charisma rolls. All right. Okay. I will uh, I will approach uh, Doctor Apocalypse while my my friends look like they're gathering shells, and um, <laughs> the boss master, of course, is the pro of gathering shells. Of so course. Basically, all related to him. So I know. Like, hey, wait, that's my cousin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <In the> reunion. <laughs> it's it's relaxing yet also quietly horrifying. Basically, oh, yeah. walking, is any family gathering is walking among a graveyard of your, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Um, hello there. I see you're fishing. Have you caught anything today, sir? Yeah, fishing's good. See? Got ourselves some mackerel, see? <laughs> Just James Cagney? <laughs> mackerel, that's good. Um, has there been anyone else fishing today? Have you seen anybody? And do you fish here a lot? Yeah, it's pretty much just me. Hardly anybody else comes out here to fish, you know? Oh, and maybe ask him what he does on the island other than fishing. Oh, right. So, Bugs, uh, are, are you on vacation, or what do you do when you're not fishing? Well, I'm glad he 
ask me. Um, Did you? The, uh, as you know, uh, uh, about uh, 4% of our island's under cultivation, see, and we've been producing onions, potatoes, green vegetables, subtropical fruits such as bananas, pawpaws, and oranges, not unlike the orange soda you just gave me, say. Right, right. How do you know so much about what your island grows? Well, I happen to live here, and I'm a farmer. Oh, yes. well, not who do you sell, who do you sell your crops to, or uh, do do you have to do you have to farm? Well, if I want to eat, yeah, mostly, and oh. uh, generally, like many farmers, I sell to middlemen, who then who ship it out of the oh. off of the island to people who have more money than us. Sure, sure. Hmm. Ask him if he knows anything about the owners of the island. So. Are you retired? Uh, who owns Who owns this island? Uh, We're just trying to figure it out. Well, it's uh, if you if by owning you mean uh, who's the despotic ruler, it would have to be uh, Doctor Apocalypse. <laughs> whoa, whoa! We've had some run-ins with him before, and some of his some of his robots, which I'm sure you know about. We're trying to avoid that if at all possible. I can see that he's, they've got uh, he's got a variety of robots of. Uh, various levels of anger some are perfectly individual in their own rights and some are covered in gold metal i'm still not convinced this guy's not a robot yeah mm. if you would like to you could do a robot detection role let's mm. do that i didn't know i had one of those uh not as such um but um why don't you do a... No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Do a detect <clears throat> hidden roll, which you have at 12%. Roll a d20 and see if you roll under 12. Roll a d20 under and see if I can roll under 12? Yes. Got it. Just a second here. Okay, ready? 11. So you regard him with your feverish eyes of robotic intellect as you pierce his outer layers of appearance, metaphorically, and do a scan, which is basically just looking him up and down, slowly, and having given him a good gander... You're pretty sure he's not a robot. Okay. All right. I think I've gotten about as far as I can with bugs. And I think <laughs> yeah. that was pretty useful. Like, you know, I was able to tell that he's not a robot. So I feel better about calling you over. Hey, Katya, check it out. This guy's another skin job. No. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to ask him some questions. So what's your experience been with Dr. Apocalypse? Apocalypse, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, well, he's, uh, I mean, for those of us living here, he's maybe not so much different than the British or the, the American uh, occupiers of our land. It's, uh, he's... He's an interloper. He's, uh, he's yet another, he's not one of us, see? But uh, he's... <laughs> He's, he's not killed very many of my friends, and uh, in my book, that's a plus. So, so you say live and let live. 
Uh, my, I mean, living is very good in my books, eh? Yeah. And as uh, you talk to him, you hear a rumbling offshore and a cascading and bubbling of water. And out beyond the breakers, you see a fortress rise out of the water. That's oh, right. Bristling with antennas and communication dishes and missile batteries. The armored cylinder sits out there, completely not floating, just thrusting from the deep. Have you noticed anything, by the way, about, you know, how one might get into the tower? Have you seen the tower before? Yeah, they, uh, uh, it comes up every now and then. Whenever they have uh, a power uh, uh, power outage, it comes up out of the ocean. It's the, the default setting, you might say. Power outage. Okay. Thank you, uh, oh. Blizzard and uh, Mollusk Master. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you don't have any ideas about like, get in, maybe? You see uh, anybody? I, don't I don't try to go into the the heavily armed turret, if that's what you're asking. See? Not really my <laughs> cup of tea. So Bugs, uh, he, he gives a wave as he disappears into the jungle, leaving behind okay. only the, his footprints in the sand, a single line. Was that called foot, just footprints, that poem? Or was <laughs> there it? footprints on the, in the sand or something? Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's more a parable. It's not really a... It's really more of a tramp stamp than a poem. You'll Thank notice you. it never rhymed that poem, so-called. Yeah. So it well, doesn't. And, and perhaps it was in blank verse, as they say. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Can't we just transport to, and I'll go through the portal to the like the base of the thing. But can you get wet, Troy? Like, is there a problem? I'm not sure. Could you look at my sheet, Game Master? Uh, what's the question? And I get wet. Um, we have not um, decided what uh, what exactly is your um, your uh, um, weakness. I forget. It, was it uh, narcissism? No. <laughs> um, it doesn't look like he was written down. Um, no, like many great men, it is a powerful strength. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I mean, you can get wet, but, um, uh, you, uh, you can't, uh, stay submerged for indefinitely. All right. Mm. Well, I kind of am leaning towards maybe we just all teleport over there to some safe spots or all together. I have a question. Could, you, could everyone pick me up and fly me like, like, you know, like if, as if I was very drunk and just sort of take you out. Try, but you're also very heavy. The Mollusk Master is really strong. Yeah, if we combine our hearing capacity, maybe. Um, yeah. Um, I can make like an ice platform once we get there, and we can like stand on that. Oh, so the idea is that, you know, as you discuss yeah. it, it does start to go under the water again. Oh, let's just teleport to the top. Teleport to the top. Let's do it. 
Or I think teleport inside and just take our chances, quite honestly. Crap, let's do it. Let's go into the belly of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really irritated right now. Okay. So very well. So, Troy, you want to go into the armored turrets? Yes. So you shape the air with your robotic hands and you pluck at the very threads of space itself shaping the dimensions between you and there warping them and you pull it aside like a man drawing a curtain or perhaps just pulling a curtain apart whatever that means and then the portal opens in front of you and peering through it you see a control room Hmm. with Flashing lights. I do love flashing lights. And a little oh. sound that goes <laughs> beep, 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 ping. Beep. Okay. All right. Ping. We're here. We're here. All right. We're, here. We're all inside. You all step through into the armored turret. You will note as you step through that the proportions of the console is as if it was designed for somebody who is 10 feet tall. Thanks. We want to deploy nano robots so I can get some intel on how to operate this uh, this uh, console system. Very well, uh, Troy. Yeah. You will need to roll a a two d eight. Two d eight. Ready? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. Totally. <laughs> But then I was talking over you and I couldn't hear what you said. Total of 15. 15, yes. Yeah. One eight, one seven. So the, the, the console is made out of a mix of aluminum and glass and soft wood and plastic with an average uh, structural rating, if you average those all together, of seven. So you now control two cubic feet of roughly of this console. Is it the part with the electronics? <laughs> there, there do appear to be some electronics in the section that you you got. Do you want the okay. part that has the beeping or the part that has all of the switches and blinky lights? So this is all that we know about the, uh, all the nanorobots are telling me or is that one is beeping and one has blank, blinking lights? Well, no, one. The, one, you tell me which one you want. The yeah, beeping sounds like- one. And then those are, that will be the two cubic feet that you control and you will know, 
you will be able to determine using your nanobots. Oh, okay. I thought I would know more. Like, I don't want the, you know, the ashtray. I want the stuff over here that actually controls things. Yeah. So is that, <laughs> so is that the switches or the beeping? What are my what are, what are my you get to decide. Do you want to know more about the section which has the beeping or that has the switches and the blinking lights? Switches and blinking lights. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> my, my ironclad deductive reasoning tells me that one of those switches may allow me to extinguish the beeping. It's a good point. Good point. Hmm. Yes, that is very good. Um, I know the... Uh, unfortunately, the switches and blinking lights that you are now projecting your nano mind into, which is to say that that not to say that you have a small mind. Sorry, it's, it's <laughs> I, that came out bad. I, I don't want it to, to to seem like a diss, but your 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 nanobot mind is yes. in the switch area, and they they report to you in their trillions and their squirming masses that none of those switches will turn off the beeping sound however the switches are a series of arming uh, sequences for the missile system as well as the missile tracking sensors uh, it is a power rating of eight for every attempt to at transmutation so all right i know that you have been writing this down all of the power consumption that you have been exempt executing with all oh. of <laughs> without a doubt i'll be writing every single thing down <laughs> because that is the limit to your powers you are otherwise an unstoppable unfair behemoth of a man with if you don't have the power rating as your limit on your your vast abilities and shall i say mm -hmm. Potency, but I have no idea what my power rating is before, during, or after this entire game. But <laughs> it's a rare moment of honesty for our Twitch viewers. Oh, are there any exits out of this room? Yes, there's a hatch in the floor below you, or in the okay. middle of the room. There's a hatch going to presumably a um, a. Uh, another section or another floor, another level, a another vertical orientation of turret below you. All right, let's ice over the hatch and rest. Seems like a perfect time to rest. <laughs> we've never had a, I know, we're in a gun. All right, well, let's say- I think I can observe. Let's say that you spent five minutes sitting in the middle of the floor with your mouth open, agape, staring at the console, and you got like five PowerPoints in that time that you were making no progress at all. Okay. That's good. That's something. Something, yep. Yeah. Yes, it could be worse. <laughs> so, there's a rattling of the hatch in the middle of the floor, and then, boom! It blows open and shards of ice go everywhere. 
And as you watch, uh -oh. a gold hand uh. reaches up and grabs the lip of the hatch and pulls into view a 10 foot tall golden robot body. And he steps into the room and he looks at you. And as he looks at you, you can tell that he knows that you know very little about how this, this whole thing operates, but he does. Hello, friend. Can you show us how to control this robot? <laughs> These controls? <laughs> Do you like fishing like the other guy? We just bought this thing, and the guy <laughs> we just bought it from left, and we don't know how to start it. Um, can you help? Uh, um, um, I mean, we got to start shooting, right? I mean, what else we got going? You know, what else can we do? The gold ones. You can't trust those golden ones. Those golden yeah, ones. Yeah. Yes, it pulls back its fist as Mollus Master uh, starts to talk to him. And before Mollus Master can wipe that smile off his tentacles. <laughs> He gets smacked in the face with a golden fist. Oh. Unfair. I'm, I'm being unfairly treated. And takes uh, <laughs> six damage. Are you going to... How much of your reactive armor is left? Oh, uh, 83. Hmm. So you need to roll, what is a percentage? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. And then roll under... I got 73. Ah, nice. So as the fist comes at you, the clamshell that surrounds your head snaps shut and the fist smacks a few shards of, of, of uh, beautiful pearlescent clamshell off of you. And, yeah. But otherwise you're unharmed. He hits uh, Mollus Master again. Uh, oh, what? Do your do your roll against your armor, sir. Okay, I got a seventy-five this time. Okay. So Ooh, he's. Is that still under uh, your 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 amount? Yeah, I have the seventy-seven armor. So. Uh, subtract num another ten. Ten. Yeah. The robot seems to anticipate where your face clamshell is and compensates and hits it a little little more edge on this time. This learning so, machine. It is now your turn. What do you Not do? Not mine. Yes, you. No, my my yes. initiative is up. What? Oh, yeah, you said nothing. What, huh? No. Mollusk Master? Sorry. Be quiet. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear from you anymore. Wow. So I, I apologize. It's it's that's rude. You, you you simply are unpleasant. That's all I mean. No. It's okay. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> that makes it all better. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna power blast them. Uh, I got a 19. Your power, your Anka power flashes in the enclosed space and. 
ricochets off of the armored walls, narrowly missing the impassive golden face of the robot. Now, next is Troy. You have a yes. You have a fairly good uh, set of rolls this time. You congratulations, Troy. I'm very proud. <laughs> I almost feel like I, my charm extends even to the dice. Perhaps we should all go to Vegas after this unpleasantness is over. But I digress. Um, uh, I'm going to also. I'm also going to shoot our gold friend. Ah, eighteen. Another Crap. another hero shoots wide. You're a little nervous, all of you. Yes. Blizzard, show them how it's all right. done. <laughs> all right. I'm going to try to, like, encase his upper half in uh, ice. Ah. Ooh, 16. Ah, damn. Dang. The ice. All right. All right, all right. On him briefly, but then just sloughs off as if he has some sort of internal heating device that, that melts mm. it off. It defrost. Uh, yes, it's essentially a, the rear window of a Buick. Now, <laughs> Mollusk Master, it is your move. Hmm? Is me? Oh, okay. Do you think I could mind control a robot? Do you think that would work? Hmm. You don't think it would work? Could be worth a try. Um, yeah, I mean, what, uh, I'm not going to tell you not to try it. Let me experiment on um, on Troy first. No, Andrew. <laughs> uh, no. Um, well, what the heck? I think I'll just try. Why not? All right. I'm going to try to control So. It's going to be a biological... <clears throat> Techno interface with my snails. I'll give you the number I, after your roll. Of course, I got a seven. Um, that's a very lovely low number, but it is not low enough. Um, you would have had to roll a three. Wow, or below. Hmm, that's interesting. It would have been possible. Hmm. That's it's good right. It cost me 20 points of power to, to, to know that, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> having, oh. having a, well, no, I think you only uh, lose 20 if you're successful. Oh, okay, great. I mean, I, I, if, if, you, if everybody recalls the, the, uh, the uh, table of, of advantage and disadvantage in attacks. How can I forget? I mean, it was riveting reading. It's super riveting. <laughs> particularly if you're a robot body covered in rivets. However, at this moment, uh, it's, it doesn't make any difference because he, he just punched uh, Mollusk Master again. Well, I got an 18, so. On a percentage okay. of the dot, I got Then take another nine points off of your, your armor. Yeah. This is the biggest beating I've ever taken, really. Really, Bonnie. That's what you get for trying to be friendly. All right, Kaza, yeah. now it is your turn. Yeah, I'm going to hit him again with, a, with, my, uh, with my power blast. 14 or below. 
14. All right. Congratulations. All right. Uh, uh, roll the hit. 14. Wow. Great. Catorce. Yes. Very good. Catorce. Very well. Now, very proud of me. And I am proud of you as well, Katya. Even though I play no favorites, I choose <laughs> no one hero or villain over another. I'm merely the impartial hand of fate. It seems like you kind of dislike us. Yeah. I am not your friend. Do not get that confused with some other person who might be, who I do not know. Next. Wouldn't accuse you of it. Next is Troy. I think for the first time ever has a second turn during during a a a, a, a game play during a, a second phase in a turn. Well, all right. It's turning around for you, Troy. I'm very happy how this is turning yeah. out. Now roll for damage. Uh, twelve. Twelve. Blizzard, you have another turn as well. All right, I'm gonna go with the vibratory right to the chest and try to disrupt some of those devices within. Ah, yes. Yeah. Are you gonna go through and then pull? Well, I mean, just use yeah, just like a shockwave or something. Mm. Trying to to break some circuitry. Mm. Uh -oh, where do my dice go? Uh, eight. You got an eight. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly what you needed, at least. Congratulations, oh. you hit him. Thank you. Nice. I don't think we've ever, you know, had, had such a been under such a roll ever, where everybody hit except for me, of course. But I mean, you know, three in a row is pretty good. So two d eight, please. Two d eight. All right. Got a three. Eight. Eight. Uh, after you hit him with your vib vibratory powers, a number of sparks flew out of his chest cavity, his uh, a hatch on over where his heart would have been if he had had a heart. He was not some remorseless and cruel robot. The hatch flies open, and sparks and little uh, little twisting pieces of wire come out and goes. And he goes perfectly rigid, and all ten feet of him, all ten glorious feet of that golden robot, topple forward and hit the ground. We didn't get developed as a, as a character. That's true. Yeah. It's an opportunity. But I'm not sad. No. <laughs> I mean, Maybe we should take a peek down there. Yeah. I hope we don't uh, look down there and see the sort of big robot disco going on. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. What are we seeing? Um, it is a storage chamber. You, there are a number of boxes and crates. 
there is also a security door in, in, set into the floor as opposed to the hatch. Um, there are a number of racks holding spare parts and tools. I, and the, this is also where the extra missiles that we talked about previously are stored. Perfect. All right. Let, let, me, let me punch him and turn him into a pile of Christmas ornaments. All right. Yeah, well, um, roll two D8s. Yes. Total is seven. Seven. There's yes. the, the face of the robot caves in halfway. And it's there's a wet crinkling crumpling sound like the sound of a Kia hitting a telephone pole. Yeah. Oh. And as you do that, his mouth pops open and a key card falls out. <gasps> oh, great. A magnetic key card, which is like a regular key, but the teeth are invisible. <laughs> Why are invisible? The teeth of the key card. Uh, do you have a little uh, pocket somewhere on you, Troy? Sure, I can put it here, um, uh, under underneath the coin return. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to non-consensually touch your coin return. <laughs> We're way past that, Katya. <laughs> You had your fingers up inside my coin return. Oh. <laughs> Here's that. This is uh, Let's move on. I, I I I sequester the key card, and uh, and uh, the kids are the kids are back on the yellow brick road. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, um. <laughs> I think the key, the card is for the security door, though. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, I assume, I assume it's not for the robot's gym locker. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, can we um, hear anything below us? Footsteps, um, chit-chat, um, light music? No. You hear, <laughs> you hear only the soft sounds of the ocean surrounding you. The quiet murmuring of cetaceans, the small clicks of stompapod shrimp killing their prey. You can hear the insane babbling of octopus, and you also hear the beep sound. Uh, yeah, let me let me uh, face face. face, face. <laughs> <laughs> So, as you go up to phasing speed with your vibrational powers, and your face pushes through the floor, anyone in the floor below would be terrified to see your face suddenly, like an apparition, swelling before their eyes and behind them. But as it happens, there's nobody there. You do notice 
that the security door uh, in the floor does have a magnetic key slot. Okay. Okay. So, where are you going? Uh, down. Down. The the ladder down the hatch is has rungs spaced for someone who is ten feet tall. But if you go carefully, you can all go to the floor below. Maybe we should. The next thing we should do is turn the beep off. I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to read? Can you read, Trent? Mutate your nanite things. Nanorobots. Yeah, could I do that for another power hit? Yes. All right. You are putting your nanites into the beeping area of the console? Yes. Uh, roll the, what was it, 2d8? Total is 12. It surrounds the beeping area. And as your legions of tiny robot offspring as they <laughs> penetrate into the console and poke around and shove their feelers into the various parts and nooks and crannies like just so much lice but small <laughs> even smaller than lice which are start out small they are so incredibly small nano small they report back to you that the beeping is part of the active sonar sensors that mm. are in the the turret. The ping mm. is active radar. All right, let me do another face phase. Once again, <laughs> Blizzard vibrates that Blizzard's face right through <laughs> the security door and looks down and you can see what is sort of it is a well-lit and more or less featureless room you can see that it goes to, that is the waiting area for an elevator right. use the key card to go through the door you swipe the key card through the magnetic strip. Yeah, oh sorry, Troy does it. What sound does mm -hmm. it make, Troy? Pardon me. What sound does it make when you swipe the key card? <laughs> That's, very good. That's exactly right. the sound it makes. And <laughs> there is a thunk within the door as the latch unlocks and a hiss of air as it becomes unsealed. Okay, guess we step through. You swing it open. Once more, there is a ladder that's space for those of us who are 10 feet tall. And you are able to get down to the lobby area before that's. And the only thing in that area is the automatic doors of an elevator. Okay. Yeah, I think we should rest. Yeah, let's put down like the, the ice on the floor and then be on the other side. And so yeah. people come through. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. 
I'll do some slime too. And some slime, yeah. So you are resting now. You put down slime ice. Talking about just just sort of foibles in modern life. Right. Yeah. And then I'm like, it's awkward part of the conversation. I'm like, I don't think I can ride a bike. <laughs> very well you, uh, so you spend an hour and you get 60 power points back you are rested what do you do now heroes what if like troy destroyed like you told the nanobots to just go wild and destroy the console, call it the console. <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Why don't we all just why don't we all just like take a hit? Take it. I'll start. Yeah. Game Master, I'm gonna hit the console with my power blast. Alright. Eight. The your power blast causes some sparks to fly off. But the lights are still blinking and the ping is still pinging. I I I just hit it with the vibra vibration right. destroyer. Nine. It still holds together. There's more, more sparks, and there is a little bit of smoke, but the lights are still beeping and the ping is still pinging. Troy, you wanna you wanna uh, hit it with a power blast? Yeah. Your turn. Four. And your you your desultory power blast seems to be <clears throat> enough to short the whole thing out, and. It stops beeping and it stops blinking, and there's a, a little flame in one corner. It's not a very tall flame. It is like the flame of a child's birthday candle. Mm. It's a it's a you just turned four flame that is coming <laughs> out from one of the the corners of the panel. So the console is dead now. What do you do? Head to the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. So you go down to the elevator level and you you hold hands as you slip and slide across the ice and slime. Yeah, I thought you were gonna shuffling you wouldn't forget. like a elderly woman on a Wisconsin sidewalk in the middle of December. <laughs> and you then press the single button up next to the elevator. And it goes ping and glows red. And you can hear the rumbling of cables that seems to go on for a long time. <clears throat> rumbling and rumbling. And then a little chime bings again. And the doors open. And inside is an elevator. Wait, we're in the elevator. No, you were in the lobby. Now you're now the the elevator has been summoned. I I thought there was like we called the ele we got in an elevator, called the elevator, and then the doors opened into another elevator. <laughs> I heard, by the way, I heard that too, which and is why would, I did Game Master, you would do that. And inside that is another <laughs> elevator that's even smaller. <laughs> We're in, we're in Wonderland. <laughs> All right, so you press the other button, and now you're in the elevator, and the elevator's going down. Okay. Very scary. And down, and down, and down, 
Game Master? Yes. Is there elevator music? There is, mm. there is elevator music. Uh, can anyone hum for me the girl from Ipanema? And the doors open, and you are now in a different lobby area that opens into what looks for all the world like a subway entrance. Whoa. I'm going to order uh, six foot with toasted bread. And... <laughs> and as you step out, a sub, a under tube shuttle comes up almost in a blink of an eye and it stops in front of you and the doors leading to the tube open up and inside you can see that there is a shuttle car with a number of seats and otherwise it is empty. The Bad Role Models are GM Matthew Bay, Jamie Manis as Troy, Kim Hill as Katya, Freddie Mercenary as Bitchwitch, Nikki Drayden as Blizzard, and me, S.G. Wilson as Mollusk Master. So the usual thing here, check out our other podcasts, This Week in the Multiverse and Last Cast Podcast. Check out Nikki Drayden's books at NikkiDrayden.com and wherever you buy books, be they in person or on the internet. Same deal with me. SGWilson.net is my page and books are my game stay tuned next week for our next episode we're kind of getting close to the end of the island of dr apocalypse actually you won't want to miss it otherwise stay bad and keep on rolling <laughs>